What's up? Thank you guys for tuning in. In this podcast episode, we'll be talking about one of the boldest moves a person could ever do. And that's starting something you know nothing about. So let's start, shall we? All right, we've made it to our second episode. And yeah, if you've heard the first episode, if you haven't heard the first episode yet, just play it later, okay? Starting something you know nothing about. So how does it feel like to start something you know nothing about? First, it is daunting, gut-wrenching. Number two, it is challenging. And number three, it could be rewarding. So starting something new is, firstly, daunting or gut-wrenching because as humans, we tend to be fearful about the things we know nothing about. Kind of like driving to an unknown location, especially if the car is yours. You start to worry where the path leads you to. You don't know what the road surface would be, so it starts to make you nervous a little. Or starting something you know nothing about is kind of like entering a dark room where you don't know where the light switches are, so you just enter the room put your hands on the wall and feel the wall until you get to the light switches so you can turn them on. When you're trying to do something for the first time, it actually takes patience and a huge amount of effort to be good at it, right? And that leads us to starting something new as being challenging, right? Because when you want to try out something new, most of the time, You're going to do it alone, all by yourself, just like me. A week ago, or maybe two weeks ago, I had no idea how to create a podcast. I just studied all by myself, watched YouTube videos on how to use Audacity, how to edit audio so it will be clearer when I upload it to my podcast channel, and so on and so forth. Because, yeah, uh... As adults, uh, we have our separate careers or we have all our different paths that we want to follow. And it's hard to find someone who shares the same interest as you. So most of the time, or most likely, you're going to do something new on your own. What makes trying new things even more challenging or even more frightening is that, of course, we're afraid that It could turn out to be a foolish idea and people just might laugh at you. That idea has been creeping through my mind actually before starting this podcast because first of all, I don't have any public speaking experience at all. I did not, uh, I don't know how to write podcast script. I am a writer, but not a podcast writer because those two things are actually different areas. I'm not good at editing audio and yeah, starting this podcast, 
I really had no idea. All I had was courage and confidence that someday I'm going to learn to make it better. And another reason why starting this podcast is actually challenging for me is because I'm not a natural English speaker. In the Philippines, our main language is Filipino. In my hometown, which is Pampanga, our main language is Kapampangan. So if you're noticing that I'm speaking or the way I speak is kind of different, yeah, it's influenced by those two factors primarily because English is not my primary language. But on the other side of the spectrum, trying out something you know nothing about can be rewarding. In my own experience, uh, as I was starting to rebuild my career when the pandemic came and the lockdowns were implemented in our place, uh, I had to shut down my retail business. And I was thinking of ways on how I can earn money for myself and recuperate for the financial losses my previous business brought me. So to try to rebuild my career little by little, I assessed myself and asked myself these two questions. Should I start another retail business or should I try something new? So why am I talking about business? I come from a family where my mom and dad are both entrepreneurs. We own a mom and pop business, so... I grew up seeing my mom and dad hustling and finding their way through life so they can raise me and my sister and send us through school, put food on the table. And I grew up admiring their perseverance and their effort to really make it. And they did make it. They were able to send me and my sister to uh, good schools here in the Philippines. They gave us the freedom that they did not originally had growing up. That gave me a spark of inspiration or motivation to actually pursue what they're doing to continue their legacy, so to speak. So after I graduated, I rested for about three months. And after that, uh, I started my own retail business inspired by my mom and dad's retail business. On this journey, I was alone. I started a separate retail store, but... After a year, it failed, and then I rested for a while again, and then I restarted and established another retail business. After a year and a half, it failed again. <laughs> uh, I kind of started to think that, hmm, am I really doing the right thing, or am I just wasting my time in this? But at the back of my mind back then, I really wanted to do something to follow my passion. So that, that brought me to these two important questions when I was starting to rebuild my career. Question number one, should I establish another retail business? Question number two, should I follow my passion and try out something new? Those are the two questions I asked myself more than a year ago today. As you guessed it, I started something new. So I decided to follow my passion. Aside from being an entrepreneur, I am also a writer. 
Yeah, I can say that I'm a good one. But there are millions of writers out there who are a million times better than me. <laughs> but yeah, there's always someone better, right? Anyway, so I decided to follow my writing passion. I thought of ways on how I can earn from this passion of mine. So I tried uh, signing up for freelancing sites such as Fiverr, Upwork, and other freelancing sites. I didn't have much success on Fiverr, so I decided to focus on Upwork, uh, watching for videos on how to make proposals, on how to write better, etc., etc. All I knew was writing. I knew nothing about freelancing. Since I knew nothing about how to do freelancing, I kind of have to learn it the hard way. I thought it was easy. I thought that if I sign up today, I'm going to get a client tomorrow and I'm going to earn huge bucks after a week. Because that's how it seems like when I watch those videos or when I read those articles and I believe them. And I sign up for Upwork and with all confidence that I can make it, I went on to have my first client after six months. Half a year without a client. So what happened? As I said, I don't know how to be a freelancer. I don't know what freelancing is. All I know was writing. So I was sending this, sending out these proposals to different projects and etc. etc. Uh, I was promising that if you hire me, I will write the best content out there. I will do my best. I will be punctual, etc. 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 But the problem is, they don't see my current work. I was attaching these sample writings that I had, but almost all employers in Upwork prefer published writing. So. At that time, I had no publication, I had no website, I had no blog. All I did was write in my computer, save it, and pass it to whoever I applied to. So that went on for six months. I almost quit because I was having no luck on Upwork too. I was overwhelmed by this fear of failing once again because going into freelancing, I had my hopes high. I come from failure and I could not accept another failure in my books because, well, let's be honest, failures hurt the ego, right? So I did an honest assessment on what am I doing wrong and what can I do to make things right back then. And the problem that I saw was, hmm, if people don't believe that I'm a good writer by just passing these documents that I have saved in my computer, Perhaps I can make a website to showcase my writings and to tell people that, hey, I have blogs and they're published online. So that's what I did. So number one, I know nothing about freelancing, but I was slowly getting better at it. And number two, I decided to start a website, which I knew nothing about at all. So for the next few days, I was starting this website. I was reading on how to start a website, watching YouTube videos on what's the best uh, web host to use to host your website. So after a week, I signed up for Bluehost to host my website and then studied how to use WordPress, how to design my website, how to get it up and running, how to 
yeah, how to design a website. Took me another month to finally make my own website. As I got my website up and running, I uploaded all my writings in there and with a renewed sense of confidence and a renewed inspiration and motivation to succeed, I went on again to Upwork to submit for writing proposals. After a week, I got hired by this huge client of mine. And up until now, we're still working together. Looking back at those days kind of makes me smile, honestly, because had I given up the moment I realized that, ah, shit, this one is failing again, I should pivot and find another path to get another chance to success. But I decided to assess the situation first and find out what's wrong. Yeah, so I got hired after a week of getting my website up and running. Creating that website is one of the best decisions that I have made. So that's why I'm saying that trying out something new can be rewarding too. In my case, uh, trying out freelancing for the first time and trying to make a website just to get my blogs up and running and just to get my blogs out there in the world propelled my writing career to new heights. It's one of the best decisions I made back in 2020. So where am I going with this? There are three possible outcomes if you try to do something you know nothing about. First one is discover that it's not worth doing and drop it altogether and move on to the next best thing. Number two, fail and learn. Number three, keep learning and succeed and open up a new opportunity for you. So on the first one, if it's not worth doing, drop it altogether. I believe to some extent that winners never quit and quitters never win. But at times there are times that one has to know when he should quit. One has to know when something is no longer worth doing. I guess it's a skill some people just don't learn how to master, but it's an important skill or sometimes it's an intuition. So watch out for those signs on whatever you're pursuing right now. If you think that it's not working out, if you think that uh, you've done your best, you've done your part, you exhausted all possible things that could make you successful on your field and still no having success at it, perhaps it's time to consider trying something new. The second one, fail and learn. If you did your best and you still failed, I guess it's okay because you still learned. The most important part of all failure is the learning part. Because whatever it is, even if you fail at something, you don't go home empty-handed for as long as you learn something from the experience. And the third one, keep learning, succeed, and open up a new opportunity for you. I can say that if you try something new and you strive to get better at it, studied every aspect of it, spend some time trying to master the craft, so to speak, you give yourself a higher degree or a higher chance of succeeding. And in relation to that, I can say that everything that I'm enjoying today is founded by my decision more than a year ago 
to make a website so that I can upload my blogs so that people can see my work. And it has paid off a thousandfold and I can say that I had no regrets at all in doing that. So if you're asking where's the website now, so the website was named uh, www.moderntimeminimalist.com but the website expired last June. I did not renew the website. But most of all, uh, the website has served its purpose. It got me a writing career. It was about time for me to retire the website. Websites are too technical. Even the most basic website you see online, it has some technicality to it. And I have no clear plans as regards where the website was headed, so I just decided to retire it. All my writings in that website are available in my Medium account. So just go to medium.com and search for my name, Lorenzo B. Garcia. You'll see my writings there. So what is the takeaway in this episode? Don't be afraid to try something new. Even though the chance of failing when you try something you know nothing about is quite high, you can give yourself a higher chance of success with whatever you're doing if you spend an ample amount of time trying to study what you're doing, trying to research and really get better. Be it podcasting, be it writing, be it video editing, what have you. Our generation is actually at an advantage nowadays. It's quite easy to learn something new because you can practically learn anything on the internet. In my case, I learned how to create a website just by watching YouTube videos, reading blogs from other successful bloggers. If you're at a crossroads in your career right now, or if you're really wanting to try something new, or if you want to follow your passion, all I can say is, do it. Don't be too overwhelmed by fear that you end up not doing anything at all. Trust me, regret is more painful than failure. I hope you guys learned something new today. And if you want to share something or if you have a suggestion, send me an email at gettingbetterpodcast.enzo at gmail.com. That is gettingbetterpodcast.enzo at gmail.com. Catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Thank you.